0: Hi, everybody. This is Wendell Waters in the Wicked Local North studio. I have with me today Martha Sanders, who is a Topsfield resident who put forth a citizen petition for the May 7 town meeting that concerns the use of exotic animals, such as elephants and lions, in town for the purposes of entertainment. And she's going to tell us about that today and what she hopes to accomplish. Thank you so much for joining me, Martha. My pleasure. Why don't you start by just telling us what the petition is. What is the citizen petition?
1: So the petition is actually, it's a prohibition of certain wild or exotic animals. There are 14 animals. One of them is a category, so it's actually a lot more than 14. But we have 14 animals on the list. Elephants, lions, tigers, ocelots, cheetahs, jaguars, cougars, lynx, so basically all the big cats. Then bears, giraffes, camels, zebras, Kangaroos and all non-human primates, so it basically covers
0: all monkeys. Okay, of which there are many.
1: Of which there are many. Okay. And what we're asking the town to vote on is a this where we're asking for a prohibition of these these animals uh, in traveling acts in the or or to be used as exhibition uh, as part of traveling acts in the town of Topsfield. And the purpose of the bylaw is to prevent the cruel and inhumane treatment of certain wild or exotic animals displayed for public entertainment in the town of Topsfield and to thereby preserve and protect the general safety, welfare, and health of the public. That's actually the stated purpose of the bylaw, but it's for animals that are... That really suffer the most abuse in the act of being used within these this sort of industry,
0: the traveling act industry. And this has come up with the Topsfield Fair with the lat over the last few years.
1: So this is a townwide prohibition. It it applies to other locations in town, but the Topsfield Fair is the location. The Topsfield Fairgrounds is the location where these sort of traveling acts are are most apt to come. Okay. But it's not just just about them. There are uh, parks and, you know, school parking lots and other locations where a circus or a traveling act could come and exhibit these animals. This is a town-wide ban.
0: And talk just a little bit about the safety aspect. A lot of people, because you and other people in Topsfield have done some education around the abuse of animals and for a lot of them... Um, It took place when they were younger and some of them are older, but you can't get away from that piece of it. But what about the public safety aspect?
1: So the public safety aspect is, in part, it comes out of the cruel and abusive training methods that that are used when these animals are young and the threats of physical harm that continue through their lives. Occasionally they strike out or, or rebel. Uh, big cats, especially, are mm-hmm. known to just uh, reach a breaking point, and it's apt to be right in the middle of a, a circus act or some sort of trick that they're being required to, to perform. They've actually killed handlers in the front of spectators. Elephants are apt to do the same thing. Something will happen, and they've just they've had enough, and they will attack their handlers. Uh, the elephants actually that are. Uh, one of the elephants that's owned by a group that regularly exhibits uh, elephants at the Topsfield Fair has attacked her handlers three times, including at one point picking up one of the picking up and throwing one of the handlers, who had struck her in the face with a bull hook, as a as a witness um, later recounted. As far as the the you know bears, big cats, elephants, they they're physical risks to the public. Uh, occasionally. Camels or zebras, camels that are being used uh, for rides uh, will get scared and take off. You know, they're in a fair setting with loud music and, you know, circumstances that are difficult to control, and they're, they're you know, these are animals that are, uh, you know, have their their level of tolerance and once they exceed it, it's difficult to predict what they'll do. Elephants carry a human uh, a human form of tr- of TB. This is a form of TB that can be transmitted to humans. The humans can actually become ill from. Captive elephants, I think it's uh, on average 12 percent of captive elephants carry this strain of TB, but the testing methods are unreliable, so they, the general consensus is that it's a much higher number. The chimpanzees and other monkeys carry Various diseases that are transmittable to humans as well—viral, bacterial—and um, they—they're apt to bite. They can also be unpredictable. So the animals in the ban, we—if I can just speak about the list uh, sure. and and why why we chose these animals. So there, there's a public safety or health risk involved with each of the animals. They're also the animals that are most likely to be. Uh, treated very badly in the course of doing this. Because we have a fair in our town that uh, is very large and well attended and has many exhibits, we were careful to draft a bylaw that addresses what we feel are the worst aspects of this industry without interfering with some wild or maybe exotic animals that are not treated badly, that that are part of some type of traveling act that don't really pose a risk to the public and that the public still
0: enjoys. Which, which might be, I'm thinking, um, some of the snakes that are on exhibit or so the frogs? Really, yeah, or? exactly. Reptiles.
1: Okay. Um, Uh, and snakes and you know, the there are other bands in Massachusetts and some of them do include reptiles and some of the smaller mammals that are, you know, really not that you know, things like hedgehogs are really not that threatening to but they're so they're exotic animals that some of them are, are, you know, owned privately as pets and others are part of outfits like curious creatures or rainforest reptiles that are um, you know, involved in trying to educate people about them.
0: And okay. it's a completely different thing. And they're fairly contained. I, I've I've been yeah. to the Curious Creatures, and the Argentine horned frog is probably not going <laughs> to jump out of that little tank and get me. Yeah. Um, but when you're talking about a 12,000-pound elephant...
1: Yep, the risks are significant.
0: It's a different situation. It's a different situation, right. absolutely. Right, right. They could so, hurt somebody without even meaning to hurt just because they get scared and run. Exactly. For instance. Okay. Okay. So um, so I'm glad you talked about that distinction because the fair and, and many other types of educational things use a lot of farm animals. Sheep so, and yes. goats and whatnot.
1: And the, the fair was originally started as actually that land was given to the Essex Agricultural Society for the promotion of the science of agriculture. Okay. So, and Topseal has a a deep agricultural history and again, we were very careful not to step on anyone's toes in that regard so all domestic animals are, you know, there are exempted from this, this ban. This really is just certain wild or exotic and I, and people like to come to the fair and see the cows and, and you know, there's there's much much good about it and we wanted to be careful not to interfere with the things that are good about exposing people to um, especially wild animals that are native to our area. Mass Audubon, for example, we worked with them to to craft a list that would not step on their toes either, that wouldn't interfere with the good good work they do of rehabbing wild animals and occasionally, you know, sort of showing them to people so that they'll have a better understanding of them. Okay. There's nothing about these traveling acts or circuses that's educational. What you're exposing people to is an animal that has been, um, uh, in the course of training, abused very badly, that is under constant threat of physical punishment for entertainment. It, this is, this is, these are entertainment-based entities and, you know, I've had people say, well, it's your chance to see an elephant. Well, the elephant is paying dearly for your chance to see it. And I think if we want to educate people about elephants, it might be good to treat them about how, how smart and sensitive and emotionally complex they are and how happy they are in a natural environment. There's nothing natural about this.
0: Let's talk about who owns these animals and... What do you say to them um, as the owners if they... Now, this is only going to apply to Topsfield, but what if, for instance, every community in Massachusetts decided to have such a ban? What would the owners of these animals do in terms of being able to raise revenue to feed them?
1: So I think it, one of the hopeful consequences of these bans will be the end of the use of of. Animals like elephants, either in traveling acts or to give rides. Because the their everything about that lifestyle is a negative for the elephants. They they don't have the social con they're, they're not allowed to have any natural behavior at all. They're confined and usually their you know their ability to move is is greatly limited. I know I'm straying from the, the purpose of your question, but we're hoping that if we can eliminate the commercial opportunities for these, these sort of businesses, that they will let the, the, these animals, most of, most of the elephants are quite elderly. It's, there have been rules about capturing uh, wild, anim, wild elephants and importing to them, them to this country since the late 70s, mid to late 70s. So most of them are elderly. They really should be released to a sanctuary. My feeling is they've you know they're earning their keep now. They're being driven around. They give rides. People are really turning away from that sort of entertainment, understanding the backstory of what these animals go through and what their lives are like. I, I don't think that they have an obligation to their owners to continue to provide a source of income until they die. You know, I, I have horses. I've had horses my whole life. You get to a point where your horse is lame and elderly, and you, you stop riding them, you you retire them or you find a home where they can live out their days. They are, you don't expect that they owe you their keep and that they, you know, it just, it's about kindness for the animals. So there are sanctuaries. The elephants, I think, probably are a little bit easier to place than some of the other animals. There are sanctuaries in the U.S. Uh, for example, the uh, Comerford and Sons that that sends that has three elephants and they send an elephant to the fair every year. The um, there's a sanctuary in California that is offered to take all three elephants free of charge. It's I think a 2,500 acre sanctuary. It's for retired performing animals. They have other elephants there. These elephants could go and have a, a natural life. It's I think it's it's particularly hard for big cats and bears, uh, the big carnivores. They they're not herd animals. Elephants like to be together. Right. So once you put them together and let them sort it out, they make friends. That's what they're all about. The big cats are more solitary, and they, there's a lot of forced companionship uh, in circuses because they actually will cage them in very close
0: quarters, okay. which is
1: not natural for the big cats. But, and also being carnivores, are a
0: lot more expensive to feed. Right. Oh, good point.
1: And they're dangerous. They're, they're
0: not eating grain.
1: <laughs> no, and hay, um, you know, hay is not cheap, um, uh, and I say that from experience having horses. However, it's a lot cheaper than than meat. Right. So I think it's it's a little bit trickier with the big cats. They also there are something like ten thousand of them in private ownership in this country. People people obtain them as pets and try to keep them as pets. So and then can't handle them, and so there are more of them that are looking for places to go. And there are more sanctuaries that are, you know, sort of questionable. It's a little tougher. I, the herbivores, the z- zebras and camels and giraffes, um, you know, th- they could live on a farm. They're, okay. not, they're not really dangerous. Right. But for bears and, you know, they, you can't release them to the wild. Right. So it's, um, but I, I just, I don't feel that, you know, there's there are times when you have to adapt to the public's changing opinion on things, and I think to have elephants in particular uh, as part of a traveling act, I, I really don't feel that there's an obligation for these elephants to earn their keep, especially since there are alternatives.
0: And we've learned so much, uh, especially over the last decade or so, about how social they are, that they live in big family groups, the females and the, and the, and the young
1: well, this is one of the things that's so extraordinary right. about elephants is they, the females stay together for their lives. Right. So the daughters stay with the mothers and the aunts and the grandmothers and the, you know, the cousins. They, the males take off after they become adolescents at, with the Goodbye, and have a you know have a good time. Blessing if they're the females who are happy to see them go.
0: Well, they want to go off and find their own herd, is what
1: they do. They're they going to try a, to do
0: anyway, right? A
1: band of bachelors, uh, or right. they're,
0: and they're, then they're competing for uh, you know breeding
1: rights. But the females stay together for their lives, and the methods that are used to separate babies from the mothers are heartbreaking. They're encouraged to stampede; the babies are left behind. And when the mothers come back, they've been captured, and once they're captured, of course, it's it's trauma for the mother, uh, extraordinary trauma for the babies who are then shipped off. China actually is still actually is is doing this. They're capturing baby elephants and um, sending them to China, uh, where they're just brutalized. And the same thing happens in Asia. You know, I've had people say, "Well, Asian elephants are used as you know in logging, and they're used as farm animals." Well. In order to get an Asian elephant to agree to haul logs for you all day, uh, they're, be- they're tied up and beaten. And until they decide it's not worth arguing with a human, that they will do uh, whatever you ask, because they've been uh, taught that humans will hurt them if they don't. And
0: that's something that people don't realize when they see an elephant at a traveling act, is the cruelty that it takes to get a wild animal To submit, yes, it is not an easy thing. It takes extraordinary cruelty.
1: It does, and that's over a
0: long period of time.
1: So, there have been shifts in public opinion that have uh, been—they're accelerating rapidly. Public opinion is shifting on this, uh, and it's—it is happening quickly. And it's because everyone has a, a camera and a phone in their pocket and the ability to take a video. So there are images, there are videos. This this the training and the treatment of these animals has been documented and is being shared. It's being shared on social media, it's been that there's a, so much stuff on the internet uh, that is jot- it's not anyone's opinion, it's, it's videos and images of behind the scenes things that have been going on at circuses, and, and of course people have come forward and said, I participated in this industry for years, I feel badly about it, and I wanna talk about it because I wanna see it end and the other thing that we're finding is that as animals you know with Ringling Brothers closed down they had a whole bunch of big cats and they had they they have their elephants in sort of their own quote unquote sanctuary in Florida but they had big cats need to find homes homes for them and the sanctuaries where these these uh, big cats went these lions and tigers learned that you can't hold a rake in your hand anything that's on a pole because they will drop to the cr- ground and cower you know these animals right they can tell they've been brutalized they know that they've, they've been beaten and this sort of information again it's the the public is since this is for our entertainment you know increasingly people say we just don't we don't feel right about it. We
0: don't want this. So, are you feeling hopeful about the town meeting?
1: I'm. Uh, so far, the feedback has been positive. Um, the fair uh, is quite un- unhappy about this and and I think resent the interference in their business. Uh, they don't want to be have restrictions placed on them and wh- on the type of acts that they can have uh, come and um, have uh, spoken out about that quite forcefully and the the welfare of these of the animals involved has has really never come up i think they've said well that we haven't had there've been no inc- incidents at the fair and the point that everyone needs to understand is that when you see an animal in a traveling act in your in your city or town you may think, well, that didn't seem so bad, but the, you have to understand that these animals are, are in some cases, traveling 50 weeks out of the year, that they're going all over the country, that they're being housed in trailers and cages and temporary pens that restrict their mobility quite a bit, and that this is the the business is inhumane for that reason. So it's not, I think, for the fair or anyone else in town to say. You know, we shouldn't be penalized uh, by having a ban for something that has not happened here. That's not the point of this. The point of this is about the nature of this business, the impact it has on these ale- elephants, and the public's desire to see a change. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that it will pass at town meeting. We, we, It's one of those things that you... Aren't really sure until until you're sitting there and you don't know who's going to stand up and what they're going to say. And I just think I think this is a no-brainer. If you look at the reviews online for the Topsfield Fair, there uh, there actually eight. I read 872 reviews online. There are 47 through TripAdvisor and 825 through Google. I read every single one of them, and you really get a sense for what people like. They talk about. All the things they like at the fair and, you know, complain about the prices and various other thing, and the long lines in the parking. There are things you see over and over. But there are things mentioned that I'd never heard of. I'd been going to the fair my entire life. But the one thing I noticed is not one person, not a single person said, I love seeing the elephant. I looked forward to seeing the elephant. We went for We took an elephant ride. It was great. There were a number of comments about the elephant and the camel, particularly because they're the ones giving rides. And every single person said it made me sad. The elephant looked sad. Uh, it was the elephant looked depressed. Um, we, it was the last thing, thing we saw at the fair. It ruined the day for us. I feel so bad for the elephant. The camel was just standing there in a tiny pen. So this is this is the takeaway. I think I think we're we're collectively de- developing a conscience about this. And I think it's this is a good time to. Put the question to the town of Topsfield, and do we want to be, there are nine other cities and towns that have passed uh, bans that are much more widespread than what we're asking for. Do we, we wouldn't, we would, by not any, in any stretch of the imagination, be one of the first. Uh, I hope we're not going to be the last. I think this is a matter of our town identity and town pride. If this is something that we feel is unethical, um, then I I hope people speak up and And vote to approve it.
0: Where can can people go to find more information? Now, I know that the warrant is online. Yes. Do you have any other suggestions for where people can find more information on this particular issue?
1: So I did, for people that have access to the residents of Topsfield on Facebook, I did post a link to an MSPCA uh, information page that provides a lot of background information for why bans of this type are essential in ending this industry and and the inhumane treatment of these animals. So I think for anyone that's that's interested in learning more about it, I would probably direct them to go to the MSPCA first. They've got a lot of good information.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Martha, for, for taking the time to come in today.
1: You're welcome, and I, I really I very much appreciate having had the opportunity to talk about
0: it. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any